Welcome to Radar Contact, the audio show that teaches pilots how to speak professionally and with confidence to air traffic control. And now, here's your host, airline pilot, author, and host of ATCCommunication.com, Jeff Canarish. Cessna 9130 Delta, Salinas Ground, runway 8. Give way to the Beach Baron from your left, then taxi via Echo, right Alpha, then Delta, Charlie, Kilo. Are you kidding me? I knew I shouldn't have stopped in here for gas. I should have dropped into Marina Muni, the uncontrolled airport next door, with the simple taxiway layout. If you've ever dreaded calling ground control for taxi instructions at an airport with a complicated taxiway layout, you've probably experienced something I call taxi clearance anxiety. I made up that term, but it's a thing. It does exist. And if you've ever felt it, trust me, you are not alone. Even pro pilots with thousands of hours of flying time have felt taxi clearance anxiety just prior to calling for taxi instructions at some of the nation's biggest, baddest airports. I'm talking about places like Chicago's O'Hare and New York's JFK. Heck, even to this day, when I'm about to call for taxi at JFK, I tense up. The controllers at the big airport in New York are known for their intolerance of pilots who don't have their poop together on the radio. If you frequently experience taxi clearance anxiety, then it does you absolutely no good for me to say, relax, it'll all work out. You know it will work out, but what would really help you is if I could give you some tips to bolster your confidence before you call ground for taxi instructions. And that's exactly what I'm going to do today. And by the way, everything I'm about to talk about is covered fully in all of my Radio Mastery books. We'll talk about those a little bit later. Okay, what can you do to reduce your taxi clearance anxiety? Let's begin with the obvious. First, get familiar with airport's taxiway layout. That makes sense, right? Pull out the airport diagram and look at what you're faced with, but use good judgment when you look. For example, were I to pull out the diagram for Chicago's O'Hare, I'd see close to 100 different taxiways spread out across miles of airport. Given my current location on the airport and the runway or runways in use, only about 10 or 12 of those taxiways are going to apply to my situation. So when I look at O'Hare and see 100 taxiways, I don't say to myself, oh, I can't manage that. I just look at the slice of the airport that applies to me and instantly the picture becomes a lot easier to deal with. I'll tell you how this often comes into play at a lot of airports. If you look at the airport NOTAMs for most large and complex airports, you'll likely see a list of taxiway closures for construction. You know what I mean. For example, taxiway Zulu between Yankee and X-ray is closed, or taxiway Delta closed south of runway 7. So you look at the airport diagram and see those taxiways are at the other end of the airport and connect the Air National Guard ramp to the rest of the airport. And you think to yourself, who cares? That doesn't apply to me. Well, you're exactly right. When you look intelligently at an airport diagram, just look at the portion that applies to you. Next, listen to the ground control frequency for a few minutes. This pays off only if there are other aircraft calling for taxi instructions. By listening to the frequency, you can get a feel for how ground control is flowing aircraft to the runway in use. If ground happens to move an aircraft from your same general location, you've hit the jackpot. Just note how the controller routed that aircraft and expect the same when you call for your own instructions. Maybe. Remember, an airport is a dynamic environment. You may get taxi instructions that are 
completely different from what you just heard on the radio if the current flow of traffic changes. You may also get different instructions if ATC is using more than one runway for departures. Point is, do your best prep work, but don't pin your hopes on one specific possibility. With your prep work complete, it's almost time to call for a taxi instructions. Before you do, get a pen or pencil and paper ready. As long as you have your aircraft's brakes set, I want you to write your taxi clearance on paper, which brings up my next point. If your aircraft is in motion on an uncontrolled airport ramp, that is, you're moving around, stop the aircraft and set the brakes before calling for taxi. For safety's sake, you don't want to be looking down at your piece of paper while taxiing. This is the same safety rationale that explains why it's unsafe to text while driving a car. Okay, brakes are set. Time to call for taxi. Tell the controller who you are, where you are, and that you have listened to the current ATIS by staying the ATIS's identifying letter. It sounds like this. Salinas Ground, Cessna 9130 Delta, holding short of Echo on the ramp with information Foxtrot. Taxi. Cessna 9130 Delta, Salinas Ground, runway 8. Give way to the Beach Baron from your left, then taxi via Echo, right Alpha, then Delta, Charlie, Kilo. While you're crying a self-pitying, ah, to yourself, write down what you heard. Do it in shorthand. Don't try to write it out word for word. I have a bunch of shorthand tips in my radio mastery books, and you can read those later, but let's go through a few right now. First, you know, write the runway number as a numeral. ATIS will tell you the runway or runways in use. Next, you have to make some sort of note about giving way to the Beach Baron. If you were to write it down word for word, you'd immediately be lost in writing and you would probably not hear the rest of the controller's instructions. For me, all I need is a little slant mark to indicate hold in place and maybe something like BB, which stands for, in my mind, Beach Baron. If you want, you can also write a small letter L to remind you that the aircraft is coming from the left, but this is probably not necessary unless there are a bunch of Beach Barons coming at you from the left and the right. So slant mark and BB, that's all I need. Now for the rest of it. He said taxi via echo. That's a capital letter E. Then he said right alpha. That's a small letter R for right and a capital letter A for alpha. Right alpha, R, A. Then delta, which is a capital D. Charlie, capital C. And kilo, capital K. Here's what I've got in total on paper. 8, slant, BB, E, Lowercase arc, uppercase A, D, C, K. Eight slant, B, B, E, R, A, D, C, K. Now, according to the aeronautical information manual, all I'm really required to read back from all that is my call sign plus the runway assignment. I think it would be much more prudent and safer to read back the entire taxi clearance so the controller can make sure I got it right. Okay, referring to my written notes, I see 8. So let's begin there in the readback. Cessna 9130 Delta, runway 8. Next, I see slant BB. So I'll say, we'll hold short for the Beach Baron. Then I see E, lowercase r, uppercase a, D, C, K. So I rattle those back to the controller. Then, via echo, right alpha, delta, charlie, kilo. 
That's it, I'm done, as long as the controller doesn't provide some sort of correction. If he stays silent, I'm good to taxi using the route I've written down. But hold on a few more seconds. Before releasing the brake and adding power, compare what you have written down to the airport diagram you previously pulled out. Trace the route on paper to make sure it makes sense to you. If you're satisfied it does, then go for it. Earlier I said I wanted you to set brakes before looking down to write anything on paper. Once your taxi is underway, there's nothing wrong, and a whole lot right, with glancing down at your taxi notes and the airport diagram, and then out at the taxiway signs ahead to make sure it all makes sense. Is it coming together? If at any time something does not make sense, ask the ground controller for clarification. Brown, Cessna 9130 Delta. It's a right turn on the next taxiway Delta, correct? Cessna 9130 Delta, that's correct. Right Delta, then right on Charlie, and Charlie runs into Kilo. If at any time you get disoriented while taxing, the number one rule is stop right now, then ask the controller for clarification. Those are my main tips for combating taxi clearance anxiety. They are, again, prepare by studying the airport diagram first, but do so with some discrimination. Prepare by listening to the ground control frequency to see what other aircraft are getting for taxi instructions, but realize you may get something a little bit different. Write your taxi clearance using whatever shorthand works for you. Cross-check your notes and the airport diagram before you taxi. And if you have questions as you're taxiing, ask the controller. If you're totally confused, stop the aircraft and ask for help. By the way, there's something called progressive taxi instructions. Ask the controller for a progressive taxi and he will give you turn-by-turn taxi instructions, one instruction at a time, when it becomes relevant. You might at this point be saying, geez, Jeff, why didn't you just say that in the first place? The heck with copying taxi clearances on paper. Just ask for progressive taxi every time. Well, you can do that, but I don't recommend it as a habit, especially at airports that are extremely busy. Progressive taxis take a lot of controller time and attention. ATC would prefer it if you'd simply learn to navigate around airports on your own. Use a progressive taxi by all means if you simply don't understand where you're supposed to go next. And I'll emphasize that's just my opinion. You may disagree. Questions? There are a lot more answers in my books, Radio Mastery for VFR Pilots and the Radio Mastery for VFR Pilots Workbook, and those are available right now at Amazon.com. You can link to them directly from the left sidebar of any page at atccommunication.com. You can also write to me directly at jeff at atccommunication.com with your questions and comments, or you can leave a question or comment in the comments section below the show notes for this edition of Radar Contact at atccommunication.com. Before we move on, a short administrative note. A while back, I mentioned that I have moved to Hawaii. As you know, Hawaii is between five and six hours behind the eastern time zone in the U.S. The variation is caused by Hawaii not observing daylight savings time. If you write to me from your home or office in, say, Virginia, for example, and it's 9 a.m. when you fire off your email, I'm likely not going to be awake to see that email for a few hours. And if you write to me from, say, Australia or India, because I do receive email from all over the world, 
do consider the time zone differences when expecting a quick reply. I also fly long-haul flights to Asia. I may be offline for up to 10 hours while flying an ocean crossing. And while I try to respond to your questions and comments as soon as they come in, due to my location and nature of my work, there may be a little delay before I can get back to you. I appreciate your patience. Have you ever heard ATC say something to you that began with the word expedite? It seems to me ATC hardly ever uses that term anymore. They used to use it all the time. I think the reason expedite has dropped from ATC's vocabulary is because it was often misinterpreted by pilots as go fast or go faster. That's not what it means at all. Here's the definition from the Aeronautical Information Manual. Quote, used by ATC when prompt compliance is required to avoid the development of an imminent situation. End quote. In other words, do what I tell you to do immediately, don't delay. Because expedite actually means without delay, not go fast as possible, most controllers now use the phrase without delay rather than expedite. For example, you might hear something like this. Cessna 9130 Delta, without delay across runway 26, landing traffic is on a one-mile final. More likely, if ATC is going to use the term expedite, you'll hear it attached to a directive about your rate of descent or rate of climb. For example, if you are in a descent, the controller might say to you, Cessna 9130 Delta, expedite your descent for crossing traffic. What the controller is telling you to do is increase your rate of descent as much as possible to avoid a conflict with approaching traffic. That's straight out of the AIM's second part of the definition of expedite. Here again, I've heard less and less of the word expedite from ATC, even when the issue is rate of climb or descent. More often, I'll hear a plain language instruction from the controller that sounds like, Give me your best rate of descent for crossing traffic. If you've heard something else or had a confusing clearance that included the word expedite, tell me about it in the comments section below the show notes for this show or write to me directly. You can also fire off a tweet to me by going to my timeline at Twitter using the address ATC underscore Jeff at Twitter.com or link to it using the Twitter icon in the upper right corner of any page at ATCCommunication.com. And now, let's get to your question of the week. This week's question is actually an exercise. I'm going to give you a complicated, and I mean really complicated, taxi clearance, and I want you to write it on paper using your own version of shorthand. For this exercise, we are going to use the airport diagram at the General Mitchell Airport in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've included the diagram in the show notes for this show at atccommunication.com, and please do refer to it before and during the clearance. At General Mitchell, you'd begin by listening to the ATIS, and the ATIS for today sounds like this. Milwaukee Airport Information, Zulu, 1754 Zulu weather. Sky clear, visibility 7 miles, wind 080 at 10, altimeter 2998. ILS or visual approach, runway 7 right in use, landing departing, runway 7 left and 7 right. Bird activity in the vicinity of the airport, 
all departing aircraft contact Milwaukee clearance delivery on 120.8 prior to taxi. Advise on initial contact that you have received information Zulu. You are currently sitting on the airport south ramp near taxiway Romeo 3 with your engine running. You have contacted clearance delivery and stated you have received information Zulu, so there will be no need to repeat that again to the ground controller. Clearance issued a transponder code for departure and then told you to contact Milwaukee Ground on 121.8 when you're ready for taxi clearance. You switched to the frequency 121.8 and listened for a minute to get a feel for how other aircraft are being routed for taxi. Unfortunately, the only aircraft that have talked on the frequency are airliners taxiing from the airline terminal, and you are in a Cessna 172 on the south ramp, so there's no help there. If you have a pen and paper ready, I'm about to play that clearance. If you aren't ready to write, pause the show and get what you need. When you are ready to copy the clearance on paper, hit play. Here we go. Milwaukee Ground, Cessna 9130 Delta, at the south ramp, taxi. Cessna 9130 Delta, Milwaukee Ground, runway 7 left. Make the left turn onto Romeo and hold short of runway 7 right on Romeo. Okay, got that on paper. It's pretty easy so far, but here comes the rest. Ready? Cessna 9130 Delta, at Romeo, cross 7 right. Then continue via right on Alpha, Tango, Echo, left on Uniform, left on Victor, and hold short of Taxiway Delta. When you think you've got it all copied onto paper correctly, go to atccommunication.com forward slash answers. There you'll find the full answer along with a complete explanation of how that answer was derived. Music for this show is provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com on a Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you're flying this week, I hope you have a great time and beautiful weather. I'm Jeff Canarish for ATCCommunication.com saying be well, keep in touch, and fly safe.